everyone. Welcome to Rebecca and Rebecca. Today, we are thrilled to have with us the author of Secrets in the Mist, Morgan Bussey. Morgan, how are you today? I'm doing good. Hi, everybody. Great. And and let me not be remiss in introducing my partner in crime, Rebecca Reed. Hi, Rebecca. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Good. This is our, our last day of school before fall break, so I'm excited. I have five days Ooh. to like do my own thing so pretty exciting how exciting more reading to come right <laughs> uh, i have writing writing is what i'm doing so. oh, yes that other thing we like to do writing yes. well good well perhaps we can talk to morgan about that um and her writing but first we we did review secrets in the mist that was the book we talked about and of course we had to read the second one um following that because you know you just can't not read them together. <laughs> Fabulous. I will tell you, Morgan, yep. it's a brand new genre for me. I have not read, I don't know what genre you call it, the YA <laughs> fantasy, sci-fi, I don't know. It was great, but totally brand new for me. And I really, really just, I loved it. I enjoyed it so much. Um, and I think as writers, um, I think the thing that struck me was with whatever genre you're writing, it's characters and the characters matter and Cass and Theo just are people that you can relate to no matter what the genre is, but you can relate to them in the story. And it was just wonderful following them. We definitely both really enjoyed. Um, well, I had already read, you know, Secrets in the Mist a long time ago. And then I read uh, Blood Secrets, you know, as in on your launch team and, um, I told we were looking for a new book and I was like, Rebecca, you might want to read this one. It's really good. And she was like, I don't know, you know, I'm going to read fantasy. Of course, fantasy is my favorite. So I was like, well, you like this one. And so she really did. And, but I mean, I, I had read it a long time ago. So when we reviewed it, I actually had to go back and read, read again. And, and I, I was so struck by the opening scene and how, um, how well you just set Cass up as a character and how much we cared about her um, right from the beginning and how you showed how she was competent and she actually might survive, you know, in this terrible situation she found herself in, even though she was young and, you know, by herself. I never, you know, as a reader, I was still like, oh my gosh, she's going to be able to do this. You know, even though I, I was like <laughs> wanting her to do it all the way through, I was like, come on, Cass, you can do it. You can do it. You know, I was really rooting for yeah. her. You did a great job just taking us around that room and showing us what they had and then showing us that she knew exactly what to take, you know, to, and how much time she had and all that. I was really impressed by that opening scene. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So how did you come up with Cass? How did she form in your in your mind as you were creating this story? I I wanted to write a character that I hadn't done before, and that's that's the young, spunky, um, knows what she's doing kind of person. I actually, it's funny. I kind of based her off my youngest daughter because that's not who I am. I'm a okay, let's plan everything and think through everything and we'll slowly figure things out. And I needed someone who was, I'm going to go and get this done. We got to get this done. We got to get going. We can't be afraid, you know? And um, that's a lot like my youngest daughter. And so every time I was writing Cass, I'm like, okay, what would my daughter do? What would she think? How would she act in this situation? So um, yeah, that that's... Um, 
how I wanted to do it. So, yeah, <laughs> especially because I wanted someone who would contrast honestly with Theo, mm -hmm. who is probably more like me, the intellectual, the I love science and I need to figure things out. And Cass needs to be, well, we need to survive first, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I wanted to, there, as you already know, there's a lot of contrast between different things in, in the story. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was another thing I really liked was, you know, with, with the setting. Of course, the setting is is very intriguing to begin with, with the whole idea of, you know, everybody's stuck above the mist and there's only so much room. And, you know, the idea of what is power and how does it play out and the idea of the haves and the haves nots and how people mm -hmm. deal with that situation. I really enjoyed that um, juxtaposition between those. But I liked especially how you you know, you didn't portray it as cut and dried and it wasn't black and white. And there were all these little shades of, you know, well, these people act like this, but there's all also these people who do this on both sides, right? They had the kind of the cutthroat um, scavengers and then, you know, down in the, in the have not section, but you also had Theo and his father, you know, up above who were trying to do the right thing. And, and also mm -hmm. how fear played into that. I liked, I liked all of that. I thought that was so intriguing. Well, it was, when I was a kid, I remember, you know, um, they come plow all the snow. I grew up in Montana and we'd always play King of the Mountain. Mm -hmm. And I realized a world like this would be literally survival King of the Mountain and you would be pushing everyone else off trying to to survive and even those who are at the bottom they're still trying to survive if they can push someone else out of their way so that's kind of how I was seeing the world okay yeah survival <laughs> yeah well that, that makes a lot of sense I I like that Rebecca you had something else sorry <laughs> I was just gonna I was just gonna ask um how long you had you thought about this story before you actually wrote it well, it's interesting because I first came up with this. Well, I didn't even come up with the idea. Um, it was while I was writing my first steampunk series and zombies were kind of big at that time. There's like a lot of shows and, and books and stuff. And my husband said, you should just do it. You should do a genre mashup of steampunk and zombies. And I'm like, what? No, I don't like that kind of stuff. But when he said that, all of a sudden I had this idea of what if, what if everyone had to live up in the sky? What if everyone had to live on on airships and on mountaintops because um, there's this mist that turns people into zombie-like creatures. And that seed formed in my head. And so I wrote the idea down, but I didn't do much, much more with it. But later on, it started growing a little bit. I started seeing some of the scenes. And then eventually, after I finished um, my Mark of the Raven series, my agent's like, well, what other ideas do you have? And I usually have a couple. And so I sent him a list of some ideas that I think I could write. And he's like, oh, let's let's go with this one. Although he wasn't sure about it because, you know, zombies. <laughs> he's like, I don't know if we can do that. But I said, well, I'm coming at it from a scientific point of view, not gory, not, they're not, they're, you know, it's, it's just the body. There's no souls left or anything. We don't have to deal with that. So, yeah. yeah. So that's how it came it was, about. They were fascinating. And, you know, because I don't think, Becky, you didn't think of them as zombies. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. No, yeah. it's worse because, you know, my image of zombies is from the old horror movies, like you said, and mm -hmm. dealing with so many yeah. things. And, and that is not really what I pictured at first until Rebecca and I were talking about it. And she started talking about the zombies. And I went, oh, that's what those creatures are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So I don't want someone to hear zombies and immediately, if they're like me and this isn't their normal genre, to be turned mm -hmm. off by it because it just mm -mm. wasn't, don't think of the, you know, this time of year and <laughs> the Halloween, mm -hmm. the stereotype of the zombies because it's, it's not. It was well written that way to where, uh, yes. they, again, someone who loves your genre and someone like me who's exploring your genre just, you know, was drawn in. I was sucked into it all. Yeah. Well, I never thought I would write um, any zombie kind of book. That was not me either. Yeah. But I ended up doing it. So <laughs> well, It's amazing what happens when you start playing the what if game. What if this yeah. is here and what if this or your, your husband yeah. or loved ones. You know, that's where as writers and Rebecca and I do like to talk about the, the writing side of things too, um, is, is where you the ideas can come with just a quick snippet of a conversation or a you know an idea like that and yeah. look what happens and it's a whole new genre for, or not genre for you but you know you'd never write zombies well you write them yeah. and you write them well. yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, yeah so good to, good to keep exploring so how'd you first get into writing Morgan well you know it's funny because I know a lot of people said they wanted to be writers when they were kids or they grew up wanting to do that. And that was not me. Um, I, I was a reader. I read a ton and I had an imagination. Um, but I was actually the science geek. I was a huge science geek. I love science. I was part of our school science Olympiad. I, I had the periodic table memorized for a competition. It was really like a far out geekiness. Um, but like I said, I love to read. And so my husband always said, you have such great ideas. You should be a writer. I'm like, no, I, in my mind, you know, I didn't, writers are nebulous little creatures that produce books for me to read. I didn't even know if they really existed, huh. but he kept saying, you need to write, you need to write. Um, and then, and at that point I was at home with, with little kids. And, um, so I, I had this idea on a car trip. And it actually became my first book. And that's what um, launched me into writing. So, okay. and now here I am. Yeah. <laughs> what's fun though, is I like to take my love of science and bring it into my stories. You see a little bit of it in my fantasy, but my steampunk, a lot of times I bring a lot of science mm -hmm. into going, what if science? I, I mean, that's what science fiction is, right? Right. What if? <laughs> yeah. So I bring that into, I just don't want to see any of my science come to life. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that mist. We'll just not have that. <laughs> that would not be good. <laughs> the mist was creepy. That's to me, the mist is creepier than the zombies. So Yeah. You know. I wanted it to be kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's almost yeah. its own living, breathing organism there. I mean, it was a, a yep. awesome character. So so well done. And and I guess we all should stop right now and thank you for your husband who apparently gives you lots of great ideas and great advice. So well done for listening to him. He does. Glad yeah. he's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a regular writing routine? Do you have set hours? I know if you're still raising kids and and I understand you're in the middle of moving and things. So right now you're probably yeah. on filter, yeah. but do you have a normal, you know, when when things settle down? Well, I usually try to write about 500 words a day during the weekdays. So when my kids are at school, um, I'm not a very fast writer. I hear people are like, oh yeah, I got 2,000, 5,000 words done in a day. And I'm like, huh, that's like if I have a whole weekend and no kids, no responsibilities, no husband, 
<laughs> I can't do that. But my goal is to write little chunks every day. So I write a tiny bit every day. And what I tell people is if you can do that, you can write a novel in a year. And that's what I do. Now, another reason I write slow is because I do a lot of my research as I'm writing. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like, oh, I don't know anything about this. So I'll just spend a half an hour researching it so I can, you know, figure out what I'm doing or, um, you know, and I write pretty clean manuscripts. So by the time I'm done, I usually do one or two passes through it and it's ready to go to my publishing house, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. I don't do a lot of rewrites, but 500 words a day. I plot along. I call myself a turtle. <laughs> I just plot along, <laughs> write a little bit every day. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but it works for me. <laughs> well, but you're showing, you know, slow and consistent. You're still doing the consistency and that will add up um, every time because I'm not as consistent. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I have been doing this. I've been writing like this for 10 years now, every single, not every single day, but you know, weekdays, mm -hmm. I take weekends off. Um, but I've been doing this for 10 years. And I told my agent at one point, if I don't write, it's like, I didn't brush my teeth. I just feel weird. Mm -hmm. My day is not mm -hmm. set because I haven't done my 500 words today. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's pretty much become a habit. Yeah. Great, great habit to get in, and it's it's paying off, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> well, and stuff. Um, do you have any uh, thing you're working on now, or something that's being released soon, or what? What? what well, not soon. Um, so yes. Um, and I think I announced it was announced a couple of months ago. I've signed a new contract with Enclave. Um, for a three book series and it's um, a Viking inspired fantasy is what I like to call it and it has ties with the very first fantasy I ever wrote so it's kind of been interesting for me to revisit that world I wrote about 10 years ago it's a whole new story you know people don't need to have read the first series other than they'll they'll go oh oh I remember that or oh I was excited to see that in the new series you know stuff like that but um yeah, it's um, working on this. I just realized, I think yesterday I'm about 70,000 words into it. And I'm like, this is going to be a big book. <laughs> My, <laughs> I'm going to be over 100,000 words on this one. And so big, epic fantasy. I'm back in, in that world. So yeah, that's what I'm working on. I don't think I can share more because they wanted to keep it a little hush-hush, like no titles, no anything okay. besides but I think anyone who has read the first series and kind of knows what that world's about is going to be really excited to revisit this world. So which series is, was your first one? The follower of the word. So the first book oh. is daughter of light. Okay. So it's about, um, it's about a person. Uh, well, she's not even human, but it's about this young woman when she touches people can see inside their soul. So she's very careful not to touch people <laughs> and stuff. Cause there's things you don't want to see inside people. So, wow. yeah, yeah, there's a whole lot more, but yeah, that's the gist of it. I have not read that one. I, I've read several, I've read all the, the rape, the, is it Cry of the Raven? Is that the name of the series that we, uh, the Ravenwood, the Ravenwood saga that's or, saga. Series yeah. or something. Yeah. I've read those. Um, I love that was probably my first, I think that was, might've been my first, the first book I read, the first series I read of yours. I've, I know I've read some other things of yours too, but the Ravenwood one was the first ones that I read and I really enjoyed those. Um, 
So I'll have to try the other one because the is the Viking thing is really interesting to me. Well, so, so now you have time to go read the Daughters of Light and go back and get familiar yeah. so we're ready for the Viking series, right? So, so. Yeah. That'll, that'll be good. Um so Morgan, you you talked about your consistency and you write your your five hundred words a day or whatever. Do you have any? And that's good advice for any beginning writer. Do you have any other advice or do you have anything that was shared with you that uh, helps encourage um, those still trying to achieve their writing dreams and their goals? Oh, there's yeah. So the biggest thing is I know that not everyone. I know other writers who don't write, they, they write in chunks because that's what works more with their lifestyle. They have like, you know, uh, Monday through Friday jobs. So they write on the weekend or some people, you know, who still have young children who are right in chunks. Also, the biggest thing is, is especially if you become a published author, is you have those deadlines and you have got to find a way that you can be consistent enough to finish a book in order to turn uh, your books into a deadline. Um, so whatever you find works for you on that, because I'll tell you this, you can't pull a 75,000 word uh, book out of your head in two weeks. <laughs> you just can't, at least not a very good one. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's very important to uh, figure out habits that are going to help you meet your deadlines. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, another thing I tell people is, is figure out why you're writing. You know, if it's if it's going to be a job, you have to figure out is the genre I want to write in going to bring an income in? Because some genres are really great to write in, but they don't bring in in the income. And then um, there's other genres like I feel called to write Christian science fiction fantasy. Um, it's a pretty niche genre, so. I would not be able to do this if my family depended on me for a paycheck, <laughs> you know, um, it's building up thankfully, mm -hmm. but at this point, um, it's a ministry more for me. And I'm thankful for all the emails and the young people who write to me and say, Hey, thank you for writing this. And I'm like, okay, this is why I'm doing this because these young, especially young people need these books who are looking for this. So. I think yeah, they, just figure out why you're why you're writing. I write for um, a ministry. Other people write it because it's a career for them, and you got to figure out what you're doing it for. So, right. Well, I I love that you are providing good books and 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 positive messages for for young and older people about <laughs> um, this, and 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 we we truly appreciate that. So. Mm -hmm. um, Tell us, give us your website where people can reach you. Do you have a newsletter you send out? Uh, uh, how can people contact yeah. you? So my new, uh, excuse me, my website is my name, www.morganlbussy.com. And uh, when you go to my website, um, there's a link to my newsletter. And I like to tell people, I send, a, I send out a newsletter like two or three times a year. So your e email box is not going to be stuffed. <laughs> I usually like to announce to people when I have a new book contract so they know what to look forward to. Um, a book that came out, if I have a book on sale, because people like that too. Cover reveal, obviously those are a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then usually at the end, I have like a personal note of what's going on in my life because, you know, as, as, as you read, people like to get to know the author too. And this is my way of saying, hey, here I am as a real person and here's what's going on in my life. You know, I have kids going to college and I'm moving and 
you know, doing real life stuff. <laughs> so people don't think that writers are little gremlins, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Authors are people too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you don't look old enough to have kids in college. Did you yeah. really? Just I have, that? I have two in college. Wow. <laughs> you started when you yeah. were 15, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you yeah. wear it well. <laughs> Thanks. That's for sure. Rebecca, do you have anything else for Morgan? Anything we didn't touch on? That no, we... I'm just looking forward to the next ones. Well, we'll look forward to that. Um, again, Morgan L. Bessie, it's B-U-S-S-E dot com. Check her out. Sign up for that newsletter because she will be announcing when the Viking series, whatever the series is going to be called, but when her next mm -hmm. uh, book is going to come out with Enclave Publishing. And uh, Morgan, we so appreciate your time today. And thank you. And thank you for introducing me to a, a new genre. Um, that was really fun to read. Yes. So I, I encourage others to keep exploring and, and read outside what you normally would because you're going to find wonderful discoveries there. Thank right. you. I think that's it Thank for you. us this time. Take care, everyone, and we will see you next time. Bye.